everybody. Welcome to the stream team. I'm Patrick Stinson, and this is the show where we do a deep dive into everything that's streaming, and then we present to you all the good stuff, and there's lots of good stuff today. Today, we're talking Tom Holland, who is very un-Spider-Man-like in his new movie, Cherry. He's robbing banks like a boss and making bad decisions one after another. And the Queen of Soul, her story is coming to the small screen, and we have all the scoop on that. And love gets all complicated, supernatural, and weird in behind her eyes. It's the series everyone is buzzing about on social media, and we will be talking about that today. Joining the stream team today, we have TV host and film critic Jasmine Simpkins and host and film critic Andrew Freund from Dish Nation. He is the Ed McMahon to my Johnny Carson. <laughs> hey guys, thanks for joining us today. Thank hey you for having guys. us. Uh, we're going to jump right into it with you, Andrew, and we're talking Tom Holland in a role that people say is a game changer for him. Is that true? Yeah, I mean, Patrick, uh, in the intro, you hit the nail on the head. This is a very dramatic role for Tom Holland, something we're not used to seeing him in. Let's take a look at this clip. I don't imagine that anyone goes in for a robbery if they're not in some kind of desperation. I've been at this a while now, and it's no secret what my face looks like. One thing about robbing banks is you're mostly robbing women, so the last thing you want to be is rude. Ma'am, it's nothing personal. So Cherry is Tom Holland's most dramatic role to date. He's reunited with his Avenger directors, the Russo brothers. Obviously, they just came off the biggest movie of all time. It grossed $2.8 billion. And in this film, which is streaming exclusively on Apple, we get to see kind of a more intimate side of Tom. He plays a character that comes back from war after posts in Iraq and Afghanistan, and he suffers from PTSD. He gets into these extreme addiction issues. So in this film, there's a lot of drug use, a lot of needles. So this is not a film for children. So if you're used to seeing Tom in the Marvel universe, don't have your kids watch this film. However, it has all these amazing bank robbery scenes and you get to see Tom put on these disguises because he basically has to rob these banks to fuel his drug addiction. Uh, and it gets really gritty. He gets really deep into it. Uh, the film also stars another actress by the name of Sierra Bravo, who was really, really brilliant in this film. Now, my one gripe with this movie is Tom is 24 years old and he looks really, really young to play, you know, this man of a character. So my only kind of gripe with the film was that Tom just looks really young. You know, they put some makeup on him, they throw on a mustache to kind of make him look a little bit older. Um, but it was a little bit hard for me to suspend that disbelief. However, on the flip side, I will say that it's one of the best acting roles he's ever done. Uh, the film is a wild ride, and it also has some really fun dark comedy moments. So you get this mix of drama and some dark comedy on the side. Highly recommend this streaming on Apple. It's funny you would say that, Andrew, because when I think of Tom Holland, literally in my head, I think little Tom Holland. <laughs> Yeah, and you know, it's fun. I looked it up. He's 24 years old. Uh, this character is meant to be younger, but he's got that baby face that it's just hard for me to believe that this guy is robbing banks and people are taking him seriously. Because if he was coming up to me to try to rob, you know, me at my bank, I'd be like, oh, you're so cute. <laughs> Look at you and your little gun. Look at you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but you can tell. I mean, I said to him, I interviewed, I was like, man, you acted your ass off in this movie. He went, 
all for it. And it's really hard to see those scenes with those needles. I, I don't like seeing needles. Uh, so, you know, if you're looking for an interesting film, see Tom acting in a different side of him. Also, if you're a fan of the Russo brothers, because they do these huge, big movies, and this is a little bit smaller, um, I think you're going to enjoy this film. And it's nice that he gets a chance to branch out and do other stuff and kind of like yeah, expand totally. his acting muscle, if you will. Right. And he's an actor, so he should be able to play all kinds of roles. And I know that this was a role near and dear to his heart, especially because there is such a huge, you know, prescription drug problem in this country that he kind of wanted to bring awareness to that as well. Yeah. Excellent. All right. So that's a game changer for Tom Holland. And when it comes to the world of music, Aretha Franklin was a game changer and a legend. And Jasmine, they are now trying to tell Aretha's story. Yes, National Geographic, Nat Geo, is doing their third installment of their Genius series. So this one is Genius Aretha. Uh, it was written by Susan Laurie Parks. If you're familiar with her, you know she is the Pulitzer Prize winning uh, poet and author. And she wrote uh, this anthology series for National Geographic and it is phenomenal. It's easier for a woman to be the helpmate of a king than it is for a man to be the helpmate of a queen. Don't let that queen thing go to your head. I'm gonna let that queen thing go wherever I wanted to. They sent me seven episodes. I watched them all night. I mean, I literally was up until three o'clock in the morning. I could not stop watching. Every episode is so well done. Anthony Hem Hemingway, who was one of the um, showrunners for uh, the series on WGN Underground, is actually directing a few of the episodes. Brian Grazier and Ron Howard are also producers on the project. But really, it starts and stops with Cynthia Erivo. I mean, she plays Aretha Franklin like nobody's business. Now, not to be confused with another project that's coming out, Respect will be out in the summer in August, starring Jennifer Hudson, but this is a eight episode TV series of sorts on Aretha's life and it delves very deep into her humble beginnings in Detroit. It really takes a look at her father's life. Her, her father was the one and only Reverend C.L. Franklin. He was a well-renowned pastor in Detroit, um, also was very impactful in the civil rights movement, had relationships with Dr. King. You will see all of that in this anthology series and how much he impacted her career and really believed in her as a 12-year-old girl. So you have a young Aretha uh, played by another actress, and then you have Cynthia Riva. Cynthia Rebo playing adult uh, Aretha. And she does a fabulous job. There were some people initially who felt like she did not look like Aretha, but darn it, does she not sound like her? I don't think anyone will disagree with the fact that her vocals are amazing, amazing. Um, one thing to point out, because there are two separate projects, they both were fighting for rights to the music. So in this one, you will not get every single Aretha song. What I liked about it was that there were songs that I didn't even know were hers. She did a lot of covers, or there were songs that belonged to other people. Um, 
that she remade. You'll get a lot of those. You'll get the story behind some of those songs. And then you'll get songs that were on the B-side. You know, for, for the kids, they may not understand the B-side of a tape cassette. Um, but there were songs on the B-side that weren't, you know, wide, widely played on the radio, but they were still phenomenal songs. You'll hear her sing those. But um, one thing I will say, small spoiler, she does not sing Respect because, for obvious reasons, Respect went to Respect to that film. But other than that, I think it's a, a fabulous, fabulous um, and well done anthology. It uh, airs on National Geographic on Sunday, March 21st, four days before Aretha's birthday. And um, it's a four night event. So you get two episodes per night. And then after that, it will stream on Hulu. Well worth it. Now, Jasmine, because we don't hear respect in this project, could you give us a stream team exclusive of you singing respect of course you ready <laughs> what you want baby i got it get it Jay. what you need i need the background who you know i got it no we can't afford that we can't afford the rights to this music so i'm gonna probably, <laughs> I'm gonna probably uh, mute you anyway <laughs> and wait and jess for the kids out there there used to be these things called uh records and the a side and the b side and the b side is some of the stuff we're going to hear in this show Yes, the, you will hear a lot. Listen, you will still hear some of her um, hits, but some of the ones, and I don't want to give too much away, but there are some songs you will not hear. So the one song that I will throw out there that you won't hear just so that you will not be disappointed, you won't hear respect, but you will hear so many others. I don't think you will be disappointed at all. And Aretha is coming out on uh, Nat Geo March 21st. Yes. Our next selection is something that's already out on Netflix and it's all the buzz thanks to the supernatural power of behind her eyes pinch myself and say i am awake look at my hands count my fingers stay calm <sighs> okay in a nutshell behind her eyes is a british thriller about a love triangle that really is so much more than a love triangle a single mom gets involved with her boss at work and then befriends his wife who has issues of her own. And if we're being honest, they all have issues of their own. And to say though, it's a love triangle is really doing a disservice because it's so much more than that. There's so many twists. This is the kind of thing that you just have to trust. And you have to know that it's well done. It's really, it's really, really well done. There's only six episodes and the last two episodes will break your brain. Absolutely break your brain. But it's a fun little ride. And I do like the fact that it's six episodes. So you don't have to spend like the entire uh, rest of the year because the pandemic will be ending. You don't have to spend the entire rest of the year watching Behind Her Eyes. But I definitely recommend it. I will say, though, because I watched the whole thing last week, because uh, that whole anything British is basically right up my alley. I wasn't completely satisfied by the ending. Of course, I'm not going to give it away. I feel like there's a lot of loose ends, which makes me think that they're probably going to continue because uh, it was so successful. I mean, I think it was number one on Netflix at, at some point. Um, but yeah, I mean, Jasmine, you might want to just take a look because there's parts in the show you're like, wait, wait, what? what? Like, it takes a whole other turn that you did not see coming. I love that. I love is is um, 
when you said you love anything British, is this because you you secretly want to be a part of the royal family, or are you now totally turned off after the Meghan Markle interview? I do not want to be a part of that family. That although I will say that I think that now that family is going to be forced to come into the 21st century, and it's about time after 1,400 years. So, yeah. Gotcha. We'll see. We'll, we'll see. Time will tell. Um, all right, so uh, Behind Her Eyes is about a love triangle. We're going to stay on the subject of love because, Jasmine, when I talked to you first, invited you to the stream team, you asked me if we could talk about reality television, and I was like, hell yeah, we can talk about reality television. Then you came in hot with Married at First Sight. Okay, let me, I'll be honest, too. I am late to the party. Married at First Sight has been nominated for a Critics' Choice Award. I think it's won in previous years. It's on season 12, and I'm just now getting in the groove. And thanks to the pandemic, I mean, it really is the gift that keeps on giving. Before we begin, the groom would like a special blindfolded moment with his soon-to-be wife so that they may have an opportunity to hold each other's hands and feel one another before they make this lifelong commitment together. One, two, three. Hi. <laughs> Ryan, me for the first time, Clara. For those who may not know about it, it is about, it's five couples and they literally have their first date and their wedding at the same time. They do not know each other. They are hooked up by a very a talented group of experts, marriage counselors, therapists who put them together and they get married and then you follow them for eight weeks and see if they decide to stay married or get a divorce. And it is the most entertaining thing you've ever seen because you're, the whole time you're thinking, okay, why would anybody do this? And then you're going, hmm, could I do this? Well, maybe it's not a bad idea. And then you're like, nah, no, I could never do it. But they have so many success stories. This season in particular has been one for the books. There's a guy who got married and on the honeymoon lets the woman that he just gets married to know that his ex-fiance is pregnant. Blows what? everyone's mind. <laughs> exactly. I'm going exactly. to watch this show. Goodbye. And then last week, the woman, the ex-fiance who's pregnant, sits down with the new wife to talk about how they're going to have this blended family. I'm like, what is going on? She was very open to having the conversation with the new wife, but the 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 kicker was that he was actually thinking about getting back with the girl who was pregnant and she's like no i'm not interested in doing that but i will you know have the baby and we can figure this out and what this looks like i'm like wow this is pretty phenomenal uh to say the least i i'm, I'm all in i'm hooked i can't wait to see if and then you have some couples who genuinely fell in love at first sight i mean it's the the marriage experts are really great because you really do have some couples that you're rooting for and then you have other ones that you're like mm, i don't think they're gonna make it i just mm, i don't know if this match will work but you know every what i'm reading from all the chat rooms and all of the instagram accounts and all the people who are sold on this show you, there are always some surprises so i would highly recommend it married at first sight comes on wednesday comes out on wednesday nights on lifetime and then obviously you can catch repeats on uh lifetime and a and e on on any of the streaming platforms so 
I would say check it out. It is worth it. But you will not be able to watch just one episode, I promise. Yes, because you said you wanted to talk about that, I did some research and I started watching and I went down the rabbit hole. I started with the guy who had the pregnant pregnant ex and he was just me. And I was like, what has Jazz opened my world into? But I kind of loved it. Also, I will say, shameless plug, Hip Hollywood, which is um, the entertainment site that I work for, Kevin Frazier hosts the reunion show. So shame on me for never watching this. Kevin's been hosting the reunion show for Married at First Sight for several seasons now. He's always talked about it. And I've just been like, uh, I watch movies. I don't do reality <laughs> TV. Boy, was I wrong. This is well mm -hmm. worth it. You're selling me. I'm very excited. I'm going to watch that. Your sons. Screw you, WandaVision. I'm watching Married at First Sight. <laughs> All right, great. All right. Before we get to our last selection, I have a couple of honorable mentions and newsworthy items for the stream team. All right. Now streaming on Amazon Prime, coming to America with Eddie Murphy and Arsenio Hall reprising their roles more than 30 years after the original premiered in 1988. The long-awaited sequel had a top opening weekend of any film streaming in the past year. So congratulations to Coming to America. Meanwhile, you know who lives in a pineapple under the sea and on Paramount Plus? It is the new SpongeBob movie, Sponge on the Run. The adventure begins when SpongeBob's pet snail, Gary, goes missing. Snoop Dogg and Keanu Reeves make guest appearances. Nothing but fun there. And by the way, uh, Paramount Plus is the new streaming service that used to be CBS All Access. And it also has the interview everyone is talking about, Oprah with Meghan and Harry. If you missed it on CBS, it's streaming on Paramount Plus. Make sure you make some snacks, get a drink, and sit down and enjoy it because it is some good TV. And, and tea, he means tea. Yeah, I was going to say, some good tea. I was going to say, in honor of England and the royal family and all that stuff, make yourself a big pot of piping hot tea. Yes. Because you know who's serving that tea? Megan, Harry, and Oprah. All yes. of them. Hot, honey. Hot. A great interview. No one really does like Oprah. So congratulations to her as well. All right, our last selection today is Yes Day which is a concept that, uh, Andrew, I did a yes year not too long ago. One of my New Year's resolutions was to say yes to a lot of different stuff. It was a nightmare and it was a curse. <laughs> because I, so, did, I did stuff I didn't want to do, but uh, it was worth it. So yes day, kind of the same idea. Yeah, so if you guys are looking for a film to watch with your family, then Yes Day on Netflix is for you. Have you heard about Yes Day? It's this new thing where parents say yes to everything their kids ask for for 24 hours. Radical! How am I just hearing about this? We used to say yes to everything. We can be fun again. Really? Let's do this! Arriba! So the film stars Jennifer Garner and Edgar Ramirez. Of course, you know Edgar. He was in American Crime Story. He, he played Gianni Versace. And basically, the film is based on a book. And it centers around uh, kids and their family. And what happens if kids say to their parents, you know what, mom and dad, for one day, you have to say yes to all of my requests. Because, you know, families, they get into a rut. Moms, mom and dads argue. And sometimes that, you know, builds up. And kids just want to have fun. 
So in this film, Jennifer Garner and Edgar Ramirez agreed to say yes. Now there's certain stipulations, you know, they're not going to do anything illegal. Uh, so that's one of the stipulations. But we get to see all kinds of fun scenes, like they go to a restaurant and they just eat unlimited amounts of ice cream. Uh, the kids want to go to a theme park, so they go ride roller coasters for the day. Uh, but also you see some really, there's this one scene with Jennifer Garner that makes me think of her alias roots, where she fights this woman for this stuffed animal at this amusement park. And you know what? Jennifer Garner will cut a bitch for a big stuffed elephant thing, because that is exactly what she does. And I'm watching this film, like this is a family film. And all of a sudden Jennifer Garner is like on top of this woman wrestling for this, you know, big stuffed animal thing. So, you know, you know, the film is not Citizen Kane by any means, but it's fun to watch with your family, I think, and it's good for all ages. And also, you know, you can plan your own yes day with your family. And, you know, if I was a kid, I would definitely be into that. So does she really pull out a plastic knife and cut a bitch? <laughs> I mean, I, I, this scene goes, she goes all in. She's on top of this woman. They're, they're fighting, they're physically fighting. And Jennifer Garner, I, I don't know if you guys watch Alias. She yes. is no stranger, right? Or in her last film, Peppermint. Yes. She is so good with physical and action type comedy. So it was nice to see that they were able to mix that into this. She's also a producer on this film. So nice. she knows what she's good at. Uh, and I think that Netflix is gonna to have a hit on their hand because you know families want to watch things together and there's a lot of heavy stuff out there right now uh and i think that this is a great great netflix film and not, not for nothing i enjoy jennifer garner's tv commercials as well right right she has the credit card yes yeah. what's in your wallet what's, what's in your wallet? wallet what's in your wallet you know who i'm glad said yes today us you too you. Oh, thank, you. <laughs> thank you both so much for joining us. Jazz, before we go, tell our audience where we can see you, how we can follow you, how we can be in contact. Yes. Okay. Every day on at Hip Hollywood on Instagram, you can see uh, the new segments I do called the Daily Hype. You can also find me on social media at Jazzakai, J-A-Z-Z-A-K-A-I. And you can find me, uh, you can find my stories and reviews on hiphollywood.com. And Andrew, the same for you. Where can we follow you? How do we get in contact? How do we know what you're up to? You can see me every week on the nationally syndicated Fox Entertainment program, Dish Nation. You can check your local listings for when it airs, because I don't know, I don't know all. It airs in every city in the country. I don't know what time. Um, and also, you can follow me on Instagram at Andrew Freund, just my name, last name F-R-E-U-N-D. I assume there's a Chiron below me right now that is showcasing what I just said. Eventually, there'll be something there, Andrew. Please don't produce my show for me. <laughs> hey, thank you both again so much for joining the stream team. We'll see you guys next time. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.